Welcome to Manufacturing Talk Radio, the only show that takes a look at the obstacles and opportunities open to small to mid-sized enterprises to manufacture here in America. Brought to you by All Metals and Forge Group with your hosts, Tim Grady and Lou Weiss. Hey, guys. Well, welcome, everybody, to Manufacturing Talk Radio. We're certainly excited to be here at the ISM conference. We're broadcasting live from Las Vegas. And we have got a very special announcement this morning. We have two special guests with us. I will introduce one, and then my co-host, Lou Weiss, will introduce the other. I have the privilege of introducing M.L. Peck, who's Senior Vice President, Program and Product Development with ISM. ML's got a very interesting background because she's been with for-profit and non-profit as well. So that's, that's a very unique mix. And her focus is on leading the product development and marketing teams, working closely with business supply chain leaders, subject matter experts, volunteers and business partners, as well as collaborating with colleagues across a range of, of disciplines. Uh, ML, you've got quite a background. Welcome to Manufacturing Talk Radio. Thank you. And Lou, if you would introduce uh, our other guests, please, and then we're going to let them make the announcement that's been kept under wraps. We've been under embargo for weeks on this. Uh, we're very excited to hear about it. Lou? Well, we're going to be doing a new scoop, uh, which we're going to let Linda Regano do. Linda is the uh, executive uh, uh, director of uh, media relations. And uh, Linda, I'm not going to drag this on any longer. I've been dying to tell people about it, and I'm going to leave it up to you. So take it away, Linda. Okay. Well, welcome. Thank you. And thank you for having us. This is really a nice delight. Um, we are big fans of Manufacturing Talk Radio, and I hope you, these listeners are enjoying the show and take advantage of much more good content that uh, I know Lou and uh, Tim coming down the pike. I'd actually like to, ML is going to talk about the um, the announcement um, of this, what we're calling a 30 under 30 rising ch supply chain stars program. ML, you want to take it? Thank you, Linda. So ThomasNet and IM are co-sponsoring that program, 30 under 30 rising stars recognition. And our primary goal is to generate a awareness of the new generation by celebrating the accomplishments of the young, bright, passionate millennials who are in supply chain or procurement today. We look at a rising star as someone who's making a contribution to the organization and to the supply chain profession, someone who demonstrates leadership, initiative, and innovativeness. Nominations of these rising stars can be made by colleagues, friends, family members, and even the nominees themselves. It's an opportunity for these stars to be a shining example of just how exciting and rewarding a career in supply chain or procurement can be. In fact, every day, supply chain management and purchasing professionals make decisions that affect their company's brands, competitive positioning, and bottom line performance. Exactly. And, and you may be asking, why are the two organizations doing this? I mean, thomasnet.com has a, um, a very rich history um, with ISM, not only, but also... Um, our, our website, um, thomasnet.com, which is the leading um, product sourcing and supplier discovery platform in the country. Um, how to get that little plug in, guys. Is that okay? No problem. Um, <laughs> but we have been longtime members of ISM, love what 
the Institute of Supply Management has been doing. And we both have similar interests um, and similar concerns. And there are some key issues that led us to do this program, namely that when we, when we look at supply chain and manufacturing as a whole, because I know a lot of your audience are, are manufacturers, um, we have to face the facts that we have a what we, we're calling a ticking biological clock. You have a group of people in an industry that are primarily baby boomer age. I know we're all nodding our heads here, right? Um, me too, but we're baby boomer age. And face it, over the next 20 years, we're going to be retiring, hopefully. <laughs> Maybe We could not. be dead. <laughs> <laughs> but as we are retiring, right, what's going to happen? We need those millennials, those people who are, you know, 20 and 30 years old, to be coming up the ranks who can take charge, who can take charge, whether it's in the C-suite, whether it's at a management level, or whether or not it's on the floor, inventory, whatever it is that they're doing. But we need to um, really become brand ambassadors. And, and we're asking you to join us, too. Um, today is a day about celebrating who these young people are. And but when I say being a brand ambassador, I mean that we need to attract more people more millennials to come into supply chain and to celebrate the folks that are already doing some great things. ML said we're going to celebrate them by doing this program and we deliberately pick 30 under 30 because everybody knows 30 under 30, right? From Fortune, from Cranes, sure. from different areas. But there is no other 30 under 30 program out there in the country that talks to supply chains to supply chain stars and that's why we're doing this because people know it and it's going to be the first time where we highlight young folks who are doing very special things. And the criteria for um, nominating somebody is very simple. It's literally two questions. It's asking them about what makes them a, um, did you, I think you wanted to ask me something on there. Uh, what I was, uh, I did want to interrupt. I was, I, I was running off because I got so excited. We're, we're flying off the, off the point. And one of the questions that I had for you uh, is why ISM and Thomas Net are doing this now. You've both been around for a hundred years. Mm -hmm. You've had two hundred years of this type of experience, mm -hmm. and we're doing it now. And I and I know that uh, manufacturing resurgence is a hot topic and you know a, a big button uh, that everybody's pressing in the news media. So why did this happen now? Well. It's a natural partnership between ISM and ThomasNet because for over a hundred years, as you mentioned, we've had we've had a shared goal of advancing the purchasing and supply chain professions. And you know, right now there's an urgency to do this. As Linda said, the baby boomers who now represent the majority of the workforce are going to be retiring. In fact, some data shows that by 2025, 75% of the workforce is going to be made up of the millennial generation. And we really need to maintain the vitality of the supply chain profession. Both organizations need to continue to c cultivate and tap into this rising talent, and that's exactly. why we're working together. Exactly. And when you talk about a shift, like why now? It's the shift. It's the natural right. shift in demographics that's going on in, in the industry and in, in the world. We heard a news broadcast about two weeks ago uh, regarding Hudson County Community College, who started a program which was, in essence, a... Uh, a trade school training for getting people into manufacturing and they were talking to they had 20 25 year olds who never earned over twenty thousand dollars in their lives and they put them through this three four year course and they came out of the course and they were getting jobs for forty forty five fifty thousand dollars but the first thing they did was move because nobody wants to live upstate New York. So here there's a double-edged double, double -edged sword where you're now getting people who are coming into the manufacturing sector, but 
don't want to live in certain areas where there may not be as much manufacturing like upstate New York or bad weather or what have you. Uh, I understand that the uh, University of Las Vegas has a program. Uh, do you know anything about that? Well, well we do know that there um, are well over 50 colleges and universities around the country that have supply chain as a major. And, and that's something that's new. When you look at the just the, the, the whole change in supply chain, you know, 20 years ago, you didn't have these kinds of programs in schools. And it's not like somebody would say, uh, wake up and say, gee, I want to I want to be a procurement manager or I want to be a purchasing director. That's very true. Yeah. I wanted to be engineers. Yeah. And, and what's interesting is we just did ISM. You want to talk about the study, the salary survey? Yeah. So ISM has just released its annual salary survey. And uh, what we found was that the average salary for people with one to four years of experience was just over $72,000 a year. That's a so, lot. It is. It's a very rewarding career. Yeah. That may be changing professions. Yeah. And, and when you think that, that actually beats out engineering because ThomasNet had a report on um, that not too long ago that engineer, first time out of school, in a year or two, we're making 55000 right. around the right. country. And this is on our average around the country. So you know that obviously in the urban areas, it's going to be a little bit more. So that's, and, and also we're trying to, and when we say we're brand ambassadors, we're trying to put people who can be role models to other millennials. We're trying to celebrate right. them. So we want to pick these 30 people based on all the things that they're doing, you know, all the good things. Um, are they collaborating? Are they are they creating new things? Are they What are they doing that's different? And it doesn't necessarily have to be on the job. It could be within their local chapter of ISM. It could be something that they're doing, but it needs to be on a professional level. So okay. we're going to select these 30 people, and the 30 winners are going to receive an annual membership for free to ISM, which is very nice. And then ISM is going to actually pick what we're calling the super megawatt star. And, okay. that, yeah, and that person, along with the person that nominated them, is going to get a, uh, a free ride to ISM's 100th anniversary conference in 2015. How, do, that, we, how do we do that? I, I know. We've got to lie about our age, I think. That, that'll be exciting. ML, I know I'm pretty clear that from 1946 to 1964 is the baby boomer generation. Can you define for me the uh, the other generations and, and how that plays in here? Because I think you've got more than one program. Uh, you know, there's 30 under 30, but there may be other programs. Mm -hmm. Please share that with our listeners. So we define Generation X as 32 to 48 and Millennials as 18 to 32. Okay. And so this program is really geared more towards the Millennials, so people that are uh, 30 years or younger as of December 31st, 2014. Okay. And then there's, is there also a 40 under 40 round? You know, that, that may be coming. We're going we're gonna to try out the 30 under 30 and see how this goes. Okay. And, and by the way, we have a website. We have a brand new website where you can go to and nominate somebody. Can I say the website? Sure. Sure. It's, it's www.thomasnet.com slash 30 under 30. I'm waiting for the 70 under 70. I know, I know. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> so, and you know what's so great about this? Um, and ML and I were talking about this the other night about how the millennial generation, you want to talk about how this is just like such a natural field for these folks? It, it is a natural field for these folks. Um, you know, a lot of the millennial generations are really passionate about social change and, and sustainability, social responsibility, and procurement and supply chain management has the most influence that function influences those 
those people. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you know, we, we were talking about just, you know, the different kinds of, you know, it's their innate nature. When you think of millennials, they're, you know, they're, they're brought up on technology. So that's going to become such a natural move for them. Um, the whole concept of sustainability and doing the right thing. Um, you hear this often. I think millennials often get a bad rep. Um, and on the contrast, they are actually, you know, they're young, they're excited. Um, they have, they have high hopes for the future, but they're also very much aware of the downsides of things. They're very much aware of what's going on in the world. Um, they're very much aware of what companies do or are not doing right. We just found out that there is a website. We were talking about last night about different companies and we want to share some things that are just really doing the right thing and doing cool things. Um, and we were talking that apparently there's a website that companies that do it right.com. And it's a website. I'm not saying if for sure, but we'll, we'll get the exact address, but it lists companies that are doing good things and companies that are not doing good things. So it's, you know, th this is a generation that social change is very important to them. And when you think of supply chain, supply chain is, it, it's interesting because it's got so many different um, elements to it. Mm -hmm. It's everything from that, you know, that initial research and development to create a product to delivery, you know, and, and all the things that go into that process, which are very complicated. Um, the purchasing manager today is completely different from 20 years ago. It's not, you know, people have, you know, visions of somebody who's got a calculator and a hat and they're, they're cutting deals and that's it. It's so different. And it requires so many skill sets and so many management techniques. Why don't we talk a little bit about some of the companies that um, Tom Derry was sharing with us. Tom Derry, who's president of ISM, uh, was sharing a couple of examples of um, different companies that are doing cool things. And one of them was Apple. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we were talking about, um, you know, some of the other things that are a natural fit for this generation is the fact that it is a global it is a global role um, and a lot of companies now are starting to build their competitive advantage and their competitive strategy around their supply chain and one of the most famous examples is Apple of course where they uh, locked up the supply of Gorilla Glass before they uh, released the, the iPhone so that they delayed their competitors from coming into market. Isn't that great <laughs> that a company could do that? And then there's another example with a, what we call fast fashion, uh, Zara, they're yeah. a Spanish retailer and typically the, the fashion industry is nine to 12 months uh, planning in ahead of trying to pick what colors, what styles, what fashions are going to be in that far out. Then they order their supplies, they, they contract for capacity, right. and then they don't have the flexibility to really react to the market challenges and market changes. What Zara has done is they've become vertically, vertically integrated and they can actually from from the time that they've come up with an idea and a design, it's four to six weeks later, it's in the store shelves. So they have the agility and the ability to react to consumer demand. And that's all upon their supply chain. I mean, imagine that going from, you know, eight months yeah. to four to six weeks. Well, I mean, that's technology yeah, today. Technology allows us to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I'm getting the sense from from hearing the two of you that millennial generation who is very concerned and rightfully so about if you will green manufacturing mm -hmm. that this plays right into that mm -hmm. ml is that what you're experiencing as you introduce this program and and work with ism absolutely uh, like we talked about social change is very important to this generation including green environmental uh, issues and there's no better place no better function or role to affect social change than purchasing and supply chain mm. And, and they have that ability then to select who their supplier is going to be, look into that supplier and see if they're green so the end result is a more green product? 
Absolutely. And then they're also tasked with auditing their supply chain. So they need to know beyond their first tier, tier suppliers down to their second, third, fourth tier suppliers. And that falls under supply chain. Well, you know, you bring up a very interesting point. We heard that from uh, another gentleman we spoke to, uh, Bill Michaels, who was on our show. And he talked about second tier, third tier, fourth tier. Most people look first tier, and that's all we used to hear. Right. So give us a, a kind of a quick overview before we go to a commercial here, ML, of that second tier, third tier, fourth tier. Well, just one point is, you know, it, if, if you're a big company and you've got a third, fourth tier supplier and that supplier is using child labor, that supplier's name is not who's in the media. It is you, that big company. So it's imperative that you do get some visibility into your supply chain. And Linda has a great example. Yeah, in a couple I, of yeah I mean, when you think about companies like Ralph Lauren, Right. You know, or, or you think about other companies that have been in the news. Walmart has been in the news. Um, and it's, I mean, that can be a real crisis for a company. If three suppliers down the line are doing things that are not economically right or are doing things that are socially wrong or unacceptable. Um, so it really, it, it, it makes it more complex. That just adds the layer in, in terms of auditing, how you're monitoring what they're doing, um, and, and working with suppliers who are willing to reveal that information and making sure that they're staying on top of it. Okay. Okay. So... ThomasNet is working with ISM to uh, get all of this education out there. Uh, how is how is that going to position ThomasNet? Well, you know, it's not about this. Is not about ThomasNet. This is not about ThomasNet. It's not about ISM. Um, this is about um, encouraging young people to be role models. Okay. It's our way of being brand ambassadors. I keep saying that, but right. it's really important to us. Okay. Um, it's about, you know, it's about paying it forward. You know, the expression paying it forward. Yes. Right. Yeah. This is paying it forward. If you are putting somebody out there who is an example and can be a role model to others, how great is that? That's just telling them, wow, this is an industry I want to be in. And hopefully we'll attract more people to this so that they're waking up and they're saying, you know, gee, maybe I want to major in supply chain. Maybe I want to have a career in this. Well, that, that certainly would put the cool and sexy back in manufacturing. That'd be great. And uh, right now we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be back in a couple of minutes to Manufacturing Talk Radio. The Institute for Supply Management, also known as ISM, is a not-for-profit educational association that serves more than 40,000 supply management professionals with over 150 affiliates in more than 90 countries. ISM's mission is to enhance the value and performance of procurement and supply chain management practitioners and their organizations worldwide. They do this through education, research, standards of excellence, information dissemination, and like we're talking to live today, conferences and events such as the one in Las Vegas today. If you'd like to know more about the mission, purpose, and many facets of the ISM, simply visit their website at ism.ws. That's ism.ws. When you use the Premier Rewards Gold Card from American Express, the rewards points can keep on multiplying. Buy three with triple points on airfare. Buy two with double points on gas and groceries. And a single point for pretty much every other dollar you spend on the card. Then, start choosing from over a million rewards to redeem all those points. Apply today and the annual fee for the first year is on us. Call 1-800-AXP-GOLD or visit axpgold.com. The annual fee for the card is $175. See terms, conditions, and restrictions at axpgold.com. And let's give a special shout-out to the guys from All Metals and Forge Group. 
your best source for open die forgings and seamless rolled rings in alloy, carbon, stainless, and tool steels, nickel, aluminum, titanium, and copper. In addition to doing all that, they sponsor this program, Manufacturing Talk Radio. To learn more about this program or all the things that they do, simply visit their website at steelforge.com. That's steelforge.com. Or send us your request for quote. Steelforge.com. All right, let's pick back up from the floor here and uh, continue this conversation. We did have a tweet that came in, and somebody wanted to know, it's something that was asked before, how do you make manufacturing sexy? Manufacturing becomes more exciting when they realize uh, the, really the potential for the millennial generation, that generation that wants to really you know, clean up the mess that the baby boomers have made. So I think that's what's going to make manufacturing exciting. And one of the, the uh, things that we're going to see now is uh, a, another very exciting announcement here at the ISM show. Uh, we've kind of swapped out guests now. Uh, the, we want to really thank Linda Rugano from Thomas Dent. We want to thank ML Peck from Thomas Dent to be on our show. Now, I'm going to introduce uh, Kristen Carty, who is with um, Thomas Dent, and she is an audience outreach manager. And Lou is going to introduce Tom Greco, who's vice president. Kristen's been with the company for a little over two years. And according to her boss, she is the most important job in ThomasNet. We're really going to want to hear about that. She travels around the country sharing all the free benefits of the platform. But before we get into that, Lou, I'd like you to introduce Tom. And then either Tom or, or Kristen, if you'd let the cat out of the bag. Tom, uh, this is Tom Greco. He's uh, vice uh, president at uh ThomasNet, and uh, we're, we're excited at uh, Manufacturing Talk Radio because we're part of making this announcement or aiding the uh, uh, the announcements that are uh, gone on 130 uh, under 30 and your special announcement. Uh, and we're we're pleased to have you here and make that announcement. So the show is yours. Well, Lou, uh, thank you. Thanks for having us. Uh, we're very happy to be here. So I want to start off by uh, kind of telling you what ThomasNet.com is all about. Uh, we are industry's leading product sourcing and supplier discovery platform. Buyers and engineers from organizations large and small, the Fortune 1000, small to medium-sized businesses, government agencies use ThomasNet.com to solve their most difficult sourcing challenges. And just to give you an idea of the of the scope of uh, usage, we we actually serve over 2 million visitors a month to thomasnet.com solving their sourcing challenges. Uh, at the core of our platform is our database of 700,000 uh, suppliers, OEMs, distributors, manufacturers, custom manufacturers, as well as service companies. Uh, we have a focus in the direct spend area, particularly in the area of manufacturing. Uh, also, very important, Thousands of in-depth company profiles available from the platform in all our applications. Uh, information like thermal graphics, demographics, and most important, product and capability content so you can evaluate uh, the suppliers as you're looking for a new uh, source of supply. And uh, I do want to say that no description of thomasnet.com would be complete without mentioning that we are part of Thomas Publishing Company and we used to publish... Uh, the big green books, the Thomas Registers, and I have for you, Lou, a replica copy 
of our first edition in 1905. Uh, lots of great information you can find in there. Uh, for instance, we have actually categories for cocaine and opium. You can also... Uh, <laughs> is marijuana in there or is that only in Denver? <laughs> and you can also uh, find all great new products made of asbestos. No, that's oh, this is terrific. Thank you very much. And frankly, you beat me to the punch because every time I talk to Thomas Ned, I say, you know, you guys are really missing the boat with the green book. So this is very appropriate. Thank you very much. Kristen, um, you know, there are a lot of alternatives out there for people doing searches to find a source. So what sets thomasnet.com apart? Oh, sorry. Um, it's a good question. And there's actually a few uh, few different things that set us apart. Um, the first is really our technical foundation. It is the people that are working at ThomasNet. We have um, over 30 engineers on our staff that are coming from all different types of disciplines, from mechanical to electrical engineering. And they've built our own uh, proprietary classification structure. So it really is the people working at ThomasNet and the background on, on that end. Um, and the other thing really um, that differentiates our, us from search engines or sourcing platforms that are out there is our relationship on the supplier side. So we have relationships with thousands of suppliers, um, and we are also out there talking to people on the buying side and really understanding what their needs are so we can share that with the suppliers and you know kind of complete the full circle. So this is really more, and I know that because the Thomas Register was around for 100 years and and uh, you guys were out there shaking hands, sitting down, having lunch with the supplier, that you had a real relationship with the supplier that the other search engines may not have. They, they may link to their website, but there isn't a personal connection there. You folks have that, right? Exactly, yes. Yeah, that certainly makes a big difference. And Tom, you said Kristen has the most important job in, in the, uh, the operation here. Explain what you meant by that. Well, I think uh, it's a great statement. Kristen's job is to really uh, meet with all the procurement and engineering organizations, uh, companies large and small, and uh, demonstrate thomasnet.com to them to get them using the application as their primary supplier discovery and product sourcing vehicle. And uh, I, I might add also to learn about their needs so we can take that input and uh, build, build it into the new, uh, uh, new features and functions of the platform. Now, am I right in understanding that ThomasNet is being relaunched? It's being rebuilt? Correct me if I'm wrong. That's right, Tim. We uh, we just announced the relaunch of ThomasNet.com uh, this past week. Uh, there's a ton of new features within the site. Most important, we've uh, made supplier discovery even easier to use. Uh, you can A buyer, an engineer, can get to that qualified short list of suppliers uh, that they're going to use to... Uh, further evaluate even quicker right from the application homepage. A buyer can uh, define the exact qualifications they're looking for in a supplier. So, for instance, let's say a uh, rail car manufacturer located in upstate New York uh, was looking for a uh, rolled form ring, right? They can go right to the homepage, type in that category, add additional qualifications, uh, let's say 100 miles from their plant in Albany, uh, and they're, let's say they're looking for that supplier to be quality certified. 
they want that supplier to have AS9100 certification and ISO 9001 certification. They define that up front, they hit the button, and immediately see uh, seven or nine qualified suppliers in that example. And, of course, uh, number one on that list would be uh, all metals and forge in New Jersey. But, of course. <laughs> <laughs> now, Kristen, is this this kind of relationship between the end user and thomasnet.com really a result of working with those engineers in-house to develop the software in a way that they understood what the other guy was looking for? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we're out at events like this one at, at ISM and talking to people all the time. And, you know, all of the feedback that we're getting from them um, is really what's going into the development of the platform. So one of um, the new, other new applications that is new right now is our diversity and quality application. Um, and one of the reasons we launched that was because of the feedback that we're getting when we're out there in the marketplace. You know, people are looking for diverse businesses and expanding their um, diversity programs. So um, we've actually now made it available for them to download certificates right off of thomasnet.com, you know, for diverse or quality certified suppliers. Um, and in, in the event where we don't have a certificate available, we actually link them back to either a supplier's webpage or to a third party resource, like for example, the SBA, where they can collect that information. So it's just another new application that comes out of all of that feedback that we're getting from the marketplace. Okay, and define diversity for our listening audience. What, what do you really um, mean by that? A diverse business is, it could be from a variety of different sources. We actually have over 20 of them available on ThomasNet. Wow. So, for example, um, a minority-owned business, a women-owned business, veteran-owned, um, a small business, disadvantaged, or even you know a business in a hub zone area. They typically have to be uh, 51% owned by that particular minority group. Okay, okay. Uh, Lou, you had a, a question? In the, in the changes that are happening with Thomas uh, over the years, uh, obviously the, the books were really simple uh, methodology. Uh, the first, Your first run at the website was a uh, rather simple system to operate. But as the technology is getting uh, more complex and more difficult at times to use and you've mentioned a lot of new applications that are in the new launch how how easy is it going to be for the the buyers the even the small and medium-sized companies who are not all that uh, tech savvy and computer savvy are they going to have a easy time of it in operating the, your new system I, i'll answer that in uh, two ways first uh over the last couple of years, we've significantly improved all the search and browse functionality on thomasnet.com. It is really intuitive and easy to find that exact product or that exact supplier you're looking for. You know, there's other options available as well. One of the other new features that we launched uh, this week is custom quotes. So uh, this is for, uh, for custom manufacturing services and custom products. So if you're a small to medium-sized company looking to have a, a part custom manufacturer or looking for a service, you can come to custom quotes, and we have smart RFQ forms that will guide you through defining the capabilities uh, that you're looking for in a custom manufacturer. Those RFQs, uh, and you also have the opportunity to upload uh, drawings to those RFQs. Those uh, are, we have an engineering team uh, in our offices in New York uh, waiting for those RFQs to come in, and they review those RFQs and match you up with five suppliers that can uh, meet the qualifications that you define. Uh, one of the interesting things that we found, and we didn't expect this, often 
these RFQs are coming in with drawings attached, and uh, the engineers and buyers aren't exactly clear what is the best custom manufacturing process to make this particular product. So we're having our engineering team actually get on the phone with folks that submitted the RFQ and discuss that with them. So we're really providing a high-value service. So there's no charge for any of this to the user? There is no charge for this feature, uh, no charge for anything on thomasnet.com. Now, you've gone, you've gone uh, back to the future, if you will, uh, Kristen, in this custom code with a live human intervention on a custom quote. Yep. That, that's a really exciting feature to be able to use both the high tech and the high touch. Yeah, and we're, we're actually getting a lot of great feedback from it right off the bat, too. So people are really liking it. Um, buyers that we're showing it to, you know, even this morning, talking to people here, everyone's really loving it. I bet. I bet. Now, how old is this? Is this just a couple of days post-launch? We, uh, it's a couple of days post-launch. We had launched it in beta under a different URL uh, to test it out, but uh, a couple of days in. Wow, that's an exciting feature. I had not heard of that feature on the Internet. And, and there was always talk about the Internet being a high-tech, high-touch animal. And it just went high-tech. The high-touch dropped off the radar screen, and you couldn't get a hold of a human, and everybody was hidden behind a programmer. So you guys have done a terrific job. If this is the relaunch, this is exciting stuff. Yeah, I mean, we consider that one of our unique advantages over one of the, that one of our unique advantages over alternatives. We, we combine technology with the technical expertise of human beings. Well, that's great. Yeah, there are some decisions that a search engine simply can't make. Right. And, have, and I've had the experience in Lou's company. I've seen that his salespeople, when they're having a conversation with a, uh, a customer calling in or a prospect calling into All Metals and Forge Group, they really don't know how is this part made. What kind of, I know it's a, it's a forging, but what does that mean to me? And his people walk them through an understanding of what that is, what it means, things like grain size and reduction ratios and heat treatments. So they really under, oh, all right, then that's the right process for me. Same thing at Thomas? Same, same thing. You know, you might be thinking you're going to get something stamped. You might not know about the four-slide stamping process. You know, it's same exact thing. Our engineers, there's a team of engineers with all different experiences that they bring to the table uh, in, in consulting with uh, the folks submitting the RFQs. Wow, Tom, that's a powerful service. That is really neat stuff. Thank you. That's great. Lou, anything else? Uh, yeah, uh, I, I noticed uh, in some of my notes here that uh, you have that the manufacturers can uh, have control over their own profile. Uh, is the uh, profile an extensive profile that they can uh, add to it so that the, the marketplace has a better knowledge of what you do and how you do it? Yeah, any supplier uh, can come to the thomasnet.com homepage. Uh, the, the middle of the page uh, is dedicated to the supplier side. They can claim and register their company, uh, and they can upload and define uh, all their capabilities on their profile. And again, that is free uh, for suppliers. Of course, uh, we would also, also ask suppliers to uh, check out our Promote Your Business section and learn about uh, all the services uh, we have available for suppliers to uh, to promote their own businesses, both on thomasnet.com and off thomasnet.com. Uh, we have a product content management platform. Uh, we manage uh, OEM's product content. We have a CAD program where we can develop CAD models for 
uh, manufacturers. And we have a full-service digital marketing agency that helps suppliers market themselves, again, both on and off the thomasnet.com platform. I, I do have uh, another question about um, ThomasNet and their position in the marketplace against the 800-pound gorilla, uh, Google. So how does uh, is, is all of this an attempt to uh, uh, hold your position in the marketplace? Is ThomasNet concerned about the, the Google types that are out there? What's the overall plan and future strategy? That is a, uh, a great question. We get asked that all the time. Um, you know, Google is a resource for finding new suppliers, but we really feel like there's no comparison. You can't go to Google and say, uh, I want a supplier within 100 miles of my plant that has uh, these three certifications, uh, that is diverse and has this unique uh, capability. And I think we already talked about the, uh, the technical expertise in terms of the human touch we bring to, uh, to our application in curating and classifying all the content. So uh, I think we stand apart. Yeah, and we also have a suite of tools for suppliers or for buyers after you find a supplier. So we have RFI functionality built into ThomasNet. Um, suppliers, can, or I'm sorry, buyers can save short lists of suppliers and manage them all within the ThomasNet platform. And that's something you know that you can't do in Google. That's terrific. They have to they have to deal to a wider market. They can't be that specific. Uh, we're, we're fortunate for that. Yeah. Now, now this I have to tell you, this is really exciting news. Uh, this is the first time I have heard. And I've been involved with the Internet since 1994. It was actually a move by the U.S. Senate in 1992 to take it public. And this is the first true application I think I've heard of, particularly in the manufacturing industry, where we have high-tech, high-touch married together. I have to congratulate both of you on it. This is terrific. We're going to slip out to a quick commercial break. Everybody will keep their headsets on, and we'll be back in about two minutes to Manufacturing Talk Radio. All Metals and Forge Group, the sponsor of this program, is an ISO 9001 and AS9100 registered company, which means they provide manufacturing and industrial companies with quick price and delivery quotes and clean quality forgings for all sorts of parts, from aircraft engines to gear blanks and downhole shafts, hubs or subs, you name it, they've probably done it or know how to do it. Simply more, to learn more, simply visit their website at steelforge.com or send us your RFQ for any open die forgings or seamless rolled rings. Anywhere from 20 pounds all the way up to 80,000 pounds. That's a pretty wide diversity of capabilities, and it's all contained at one website, steelforge.com. There's something positive about the word up. When things are looking good, they're looking up. When someone's down, you cheer them up. So how do you move up? Well, when it comes to getting your bachelor's or master's degree, there's one university that stacks up, Brandman University. Brandman is ranked by U.S. News and World Report as one of the nation's top 10 universities for online bachelor's programs. Brandman's online graduate programs in business and education also receive top honors. So look us up at brandman.edu. Brandman University. Move up. The Institute for Supply Management, ISM, is a not-for-profit educational association that serves more than 40,000 supply management professionals with more than 150 affiliates throughout the world, really, in 90 countries or more. ISM's mission is to enhance the value and performance of procurement and supply chain management practitioners worldwide. 
They do this through education, research, standards of excellence, information dissemination, including the renowned ISM report on business, and, of course, events like the one we're broadcasting from live in Las Vegas. ISM, in conjunction with the W.P. Carey School of Business at Arizona State, established CAPS Research to provide industry-oriented themes and studies. ISM Services offers global procurement consulting through ADR North America and ADR China. All of that and more is found through their website, ism.ws. That's ism.ws. All right, let's pick it up here. I don't know if we can stand any more uh, surprises and uh, world-shaking announcements like the one we've had this morning here. But uh, we'll see in the last 10 minutes if there's anything else that uh, they're holding up their sleeves here. Well, it certainly has been exciting. Uh, it's exciting to be here at the ISM show. It's certainly a privilege to have uh, Tom Greco, vice president with uh, ThomasNet.com, and uh, Kristen Carty, who's the audience outreach manager. Uh, making this announcement, I certainly would encourage our listeners, you ought to be going to thomasnet.com and just really getting a feel for that website. This sounds like a terrific development. And I know that when we, we've been through, you know, the relaunch of this and the relaunch of that, uh, Tom and Kristen, I have to tell you that this is probably one of the truly the, one of the most exciting ones I've heard because you've introduced this high touch element. That is truly fabulous. Tom, anything that you want to share with our audience as we wrap up here about thomasnet.com or, or what's happening with ISM? Yeah, a, a couple of things. I, a couple of other things I wanted to mention about the platform. Uh, the, the applications we've talked about so far have been targeted towards the procurement audience. There's a couple of other uh, applications that are really dedicated to engineers. Uh, first, uh, we have our product sourcing application. What we've done is aggregated detailed product content, catalog content from over 100, excuse me, 28,000 suppliers, over 108,000 catalogs. So what's really unique about this is we've created a state-of-the-art search technology that we built uh, upon our product, our proprietary product classification taxonomy. So our engineers, here's that human touch again, have actually defined all the attributes that are important to engineers when they're specifying uh, the top 5,000 products uh, in our, in our product types in our database. So you can go to thomasnet.com product sourcing and type in a highly attributed uh, uh, event or search, uh, something like half-inch three-way uh, ball valve with a T-port. And you will get a list of products, specific products that meet all those specifications. Wow, that's that's pretty intense. That's pretty accurate. And and in our experience working with Lou's company with All Metals and Forge Group, I know as they went through their relaunch, you know, we Lou used to have. I think he started out with some years. What was it, Lou? Fifty thousand keywords. Oh yeah, was, uh, I think it was more. I lied about it <laughs> to keep it down. And and now we're finding it's really stretched out to key phrases. Right. And the end user is becoming more and more sophisticated. And so the, the what they're typing in, the answer they want back is to a much more focused inquiry. And is that what you're finding, Kristen, when you're working with people? Yeah, and it, it actually kind of goes both ways, too. So you can start with an example like Tom just gave, or if you're unfamiliar with the type of product that you're looking at, you could start with something a little bit more broad and 
um, like if you, for instance, if you were to just type in valves, you would then have all those attributes that our engineers have defined and be able to add them along the way. So, it, you know, we definitely see the long-term uh, search strings, but it definitely goes both ways. That's really neat. So, you know, this is really kind of a, a very unique and powerful engineering approach to search mm -hmm. for the procurement and supply chain industry. Right. And a, another thing we have on the engineering side that they love is CAD models. So we have millions of downloadable CAD models on thomasnet.com. They're agnostic. They can be compatible with all major CAD software, things like SolidEdge, SolidWorks, um, all the major CAD softwares out there. So oh, that's some, at some point, we're going to see uh, 3D printing off of ThomasNet. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's certainly some neat stuff, too. Do you happen to have I know one of the things that uh, uh, the lose company runs into is someone will attach a file, and they'll get it, and it's a CAD file, or it's an RLS. File. It's some file that we don't necessarily find an easy way of opening. Is there any easy way of opening it on ComusNet.com? Well, all our CAD files uh, that are contained within our CAD platform are, are agnostic, and we have a proprietary viewer. So if you find the model on ThomasNet.com, uh, you're going to be able to view it. Uh, using the platform. Oh, wow. That's really cool stuff. Well, that's great. Kristen, anything that you want to share with our listening audience before we wrap up about this whole event? Um, I think just the other thing to mention, too, is we, we talked about diversity a little bit before, but we do have a lot of quality certifications on ThomasNet as well um, that are downloadable. So, you know, like Tom had mentioned earlier in his example, if you're looking for that ISO 9001 uh, certified supplier. We've made it very easy for you to find those as well. We have um, actually over 80 quality certifications on ThomasNet. Okay, and uh, Lou, do you uh, have the sense that you need to take uh, the All Metals and Forge profile and maybe blow it out a little bit? We need to get it updated? Yeah. Wouldn't hurt us. Yeah. <laughs> Never hurts. <laughs> well, it sounds like you've got, uh, it sounds like this is a, a major rework of ThomasNet.com. Exciting stuff. Uh, Lou, give me your take on it. Uh, I, I think it's terrific, and, and we're really thrilled that we're, we're being made part of it, and uh, we will continue to be part of it, along with ISM, which, by the way, I want to make sure that we state that uh, tomorrow, which we've actually never done, we've had it, we do two shows a month. We've been now doing uh, two shows this week, tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock Pacific time. We're going to have uh, Brad Holcomb, who's the... Uh, uh, committee chair at uh, ISM, and we're going to have Tom Derry, who's uh, CEO of uh, ISM, and they'll be here tomorrow uh, for an hour show. So everybody tune in. Uh, I don't know if all the ThomasNet people will be able to because you're out there hustling your own product right now, but uh, we look forward to that, and uh, I, I want to thank the two of you for joining us today. I hope that this information is getting into all the right hands out in the market. And uh, we'll be talking more about this uh, with you in the future. Great. And right on our homepage, too, if anybody wanted to learn more about thomasnet.com, there is a link to watch a video. Um, you can sign up for a webinar, and we'll go through all of this in more detail with you. And we're also happy to come out and do trainings. Um, oh, that's like great. Like we spoke about earlier, we go all over the country and, uh, and train procurement groups via webinar or even in person. So More touch. One final thought uh, before you all wrap up in the next minute or two here. Can you give us a quick bird's eye view of what it looks like on the conference, on the event show floor here today? 
big show, little show, well attended, up, down. I know you. I know you have more of this information tomorrow when you get to Brad and everybody there. But just give us a quick sense of what you're seeing today. There's about 140, 150 exhibitors on the floor, and it's a it's a busy floor. Uh, there's 2,500 plus attendees who are going into various sessions, uh, which right now I think uh, most of them are in sessions. Uh, but there are some stray dogs and cats walking the floor out here. <laughs> and we're going to be grabbing them to get them on our show in a, just a short while. Has uh, T. Boone Pickens made his appearance yet, or is there still hope we might get a word with him? Uh, I think uh, T wants uh, too big of a number to sit down at our desk. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never know. You know, this is narrow casting at its best. It may not be a big number, but look at the people you've had on the show today here and the kind of high-level information they've put out. So It's terrific. It's really terrific. Yeah, we've been certainly excited to have uh, Tom Greco and uh, Kristen Carty join us. This is such an exciting relaunch of ThomasNet.com. I wish we had another hour to go into it in greater detail and I wish we could share it with our listening audience, but you all can go to uh, thomasnet.com and begin to take a look at that video and that webinar, and it'd be really neat to schedule an on-site visit with somebody. That's some wild stuff. And also, one last point is that uh, in about three hours, uh, Paul Roberts, our engineer mystery (laughs) voice in the background, will have uh, these programs uh, up on our website. Uh, that's manufacturingtalkradio.com. Uh, did you hear me, Paul? I did. I'm working on it right now here. I, uh, I think we may have to beat that record. But with this information and this much uh, uh, breaking news, people may want to go back and hear them in depth again here. Did they really say this, and what were they really offering here? Absolutely. So the pressure is on. The pressure is on. Okay. This thank is you. some hot and exciting stuff. I want to thank everyone for listening. I want to thank all of our guests today. For listening to Manufacturing Talk Radio, it will be back on the air tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1, a, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Until then, good day for now. You've been listening to the only show that takes a look at the obstacles and opportunities open to small to mid-sized enterprises to manufacture here in America. Talking to the thought leaders within the industry are your hosts, Tim Grady and Lou Weiss. Brought to you by All Metals and Forge Group. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.